0: the moment that i got on the moment that i got on call i i've been stuffed at the line every single time As like a
1: running back i assume
0: yeah running back i have i had 200 yards in the first half that sounds
1: pretty decent to be fair
0: hey this is uefa sad boys i'm jiggly i'm still odd none and once again we are left without our uh adult supervision so uh RJ RJ is out. Uh Adnan decides that we should record this early, probably because like, you know, making sure that we get this done before the uh before the France Germany game. We're recording this uh before that, right after the Portugal game, because surprisingly enough I am watching the Euros. Unbelievable scenes here, isn't it? I don't I don't care about international soccer, but you know what? I it, it's something that's on and I've been busy with a lot of like with a lot of editing stuff, so having something in the background to pay attention to has been helping with that. Uh, I don't know when to get into the, the lead story, I guess, of the yeah. Euros.
1: Well, yeah, unfortunately, the, the biggest moment of the Euros so far has been what happened to Christian Eriksen in the game against Finland, where we know now what the reason was, but right before the end of the first half, he just seemed to collapse on the field and paramedics came over, his teammates like helped him out, they surrounded him. And from what I like heard or like later on that he was quote unquote dead for some of like at least moments. Maybe a few minutes. But they were able to resuscitate him with CPR and like the defibrillator. And thankfully he's alright. It was a cardiac arrest is what I think people have said after the fact. It's been like almost confirmed we so don't know what this all means for his playing career, but I mean, thankfully, it's it's, just he's just happy he's to done. be alive, yeah. Because uh, Mwamba, you, that same thing happened to him, and there were hopes that he could play, but there's just too much of a risk, because you never know if something like that happens again, if they'll be able to react as quickly, for whatever reason.
0: Yeah, uh, I guess the, the important thing for players who reacted quickly, uh, Simon, the captain of the Danish, te- the Danish na- national team, uh, Simon Kiar. I don't, I don't know how to pronounce it that well, but Simon Kiar, Kiar. uh, Simon Kiar instantly ran over, like, made sure he wasn't choking on his own, his tongue, he made sure, like, to get him in a recovery position, and the medics were a bit slow to get out in terms of just, like, the referee allowing them on, because the ref didn't know what was going on, uh, and Kiar was the one who started CPR, so, uh, thankfully, Erickson is fine, Or at least you know he's alive he's you know he had a tweet earlier today with the uh, danish national team account he's he should be okay in terms of just being alive and uh surviving but i i don't know how he's gonna I, i don't know if he's gonna be able to get back and i think you know i think that's the end of that part of the story i mean what you you said that you had something because I had a weird I think we both had weird experiences with watching the game because we weren't like watching the game like, as normal people at home. We both were out doing something well, else.
1: Yeah, I, w- I didn't have any views of the game whatsoever. What I was going to say is real quick is thankfully, there won't, I don't think there will be any like effects on his everyday life because they're able to do it so quickly. Because I know when you've heard of that uh, like Alexander Nuri kid from Ajax that collapsed and he was out for much longer and that's why he's had like long term effects on his life. But I think Ericsson should be all right in that regard. It's not Alexander. I got to find, I got to find his name. But what was interesting about mine is that uh, Abdelhak, Abdelhak Nuri, but back to the story time, not story time it's we say it. But I was at my sister's graduation and like, you know, graduation finishes. We go down, we say hi to her and we tell her, Hey, we'll meet you outside. And she comes outside about two minutes later. In those two minutes, I look at my phone and I've seen all of the updates which had been up to the point where he, like, it almost seemed like he was dead completely. Because all I'd seen was, like, he hasn't been breathing for two minutes. He's not moved, all this stuff. It's like, the last stuff that I saw was that there are the white flags covering him. And I'm just at there, I'm like, this dude's gone, man. This is horrifying. And I'm trying not to, like, just completely lose it and burst into tears. And then my sister walks out. And my family's like, all right, guys, let's get some f- photos real quick. And I'm just standing there, like, trying not to, because it's my sister's graduation, you know, she's trying to celebrate it good for her and i'm just trying not to lose it and like there's one picture where i'm just it looks like i'm i'm a ghost it's horrifying yeah it's very morbid in the same sense but at least thankfully now i can tell that story without losing it again because he's all right
0: yeah uh i was uh, because i had a similar thing of like family stuff i was out uh with my we were going to meet up with my grandma who came into town uh and you know we don't we obviously I haven't seen her since since way before the pandemic and also you know she doesn't come up from Florida very often and uh she and we're sitting there at a restaurant like a bar at the restaurant waiting and my dad's like okay I'm gonna order I'm gonna order some beers and he's figuring out like what he's going what we're gonna have because he's the one who's in charge of ordering ordering people beer because he actually knows what is what. Uh, And my mom and I are sitting there watching the TV. I'd look down at my phone for like a second because I was still trying to finish a chapter of a manga that I was reading in the car. And I look up from my phone and I just see uh, a couple of guys huddled around a Danish player like yelling for uh, the medics to come on. And so as I'm watching all this unfold on live TV, sitting in a bar, Uh, As my dad is trying to order me beer and he's asking me like, Oh, you like, do you like ginger beer? Uh, Like, I I just remember that specifically as... uh, Meanwhile, I'm checking my phone and I'm just seeing people say they're doing CPR on him right now. And I'm just like, what's going on? And so we didn't know anything about his condition. Like my grandma got there, we had we had lunch. I was almost completely silent the entire time, checking my phone the entire time to see if this guy was okay. I'm sure my grandma probably saw it as a bit disrespectful. I, I apologize to her afterwards. It's just like, this is what I cover. And also, it's like. Well, it's also Jesus. huge news. Like, it doesn't matter. <laughs> yeah. Like,
1: whatever the circumstances. Everything else are doesn't matter.
0: Day, yeah. yeah. Like, I told my
1: sister what was going on, but I'm like, it's, it's not my fault, you know? Yeah. I just. But yeah.
0: It's, like, I, I saw some people on Twitter saying, like, you know, they've watched, you know, terrorist attacks live on TV, and that still didn't hit them as hard as seeing Erickson go down.
1: Yeah, because we all know him, like in relative terms, of course. You know. I mean,
0: I watched, I watched like the, you know, the January sixth stuff live as it was happening, and that didn't affect me as much as as seeing everyone surrounding Ericsson, because it's one guy having to go through all of that, and then well. just the. I think the big the big conversation is about uh, the way that UEFA handled all of it. I think that that's the reason why I wanted to talk about it because. There's two que- two big questions about the way UEFA handled it, which was, first of all, broadcast. The broadcast, everybody was talking about, you know, the people in England were complaining about the way the BBC hadn't cut over to the studio yet. People in America were talking about why isn't ESPN cut over to the studio yet. It's not on the local stations. It was actually the UEFA feed specifically. So it's on UEFA that they were trying to, you know, you know, they uh, before they realized how serious it was, they were still showing some replays of him going down. Uh, and it's just, I it, uh, you, you weren't watching the broadcast, you just learned about it. I was actively watching the broadcast, and it's just so I saw a it, lot of that, tweets
1: about it, or like that. It's so Twitter hard actually, to watch. Twitter went down for a bit, but afterward, I saw a lot of things where like people, like, what, why, why, why are they doing this? It's like the, the famous example of when a streaker's on the field, they, they hide and like show whatever else they can,
0: yeah, and so they're. Showing like you know fans crying the the close up of Casper Schmeichel trying to comfort erickson's girlfriend. Yeah, like it's, just
1: just put it on the field, put it on the sky, put it on whatever. It's not. Specific. I mean, they're trying.
0: They're, I, I mean, I think that like you know the camera people are like. Well, I mean, we haven't thrown it back to the studio yet. We still got to do our jobs. I mean, probably, what do we do? Yeah, I mean, yeah, they're
1: probably being told because you, usually usually you communicate with the cameramen. They're, they're probably told like, hey, get the relevant stuff.
0: Oh. Yeah. Uh, so that was the one thing about the way UEFA handled it, and also the second thing was uh, the way that uh, basically Denmark was given two choices after that game, which was, well, technically three. Uh, the first choice was forfeit, lose three uh, nil, have it go down as a three nil loss. Uh, the second one, the second option was to play it the next day, uh, and the third option was to just go back and finish the game after you know. That hour had passed. And they chose to go back and finish the game because, you know, they didn't want to take that as a loss. Like they shouldn't have been forced to they shouldn't have been forced to take that as a loss. And yeah. they and it's not I don't think they were gonna feel any better the next day. Even after, you know, you know I mean, erickson had even called them up, had FaceTimed them when he'd made it to the hospital right before they went back on. He FaceTimed them That, you know, he was doing fine. But, like, even then, it's just.
1: Yeah, it's. I know there's, like, TV rights and scheduling and stadiums, but that doesn't matter at this stage, you know. But it just. UEFA loves their money and they love having. Because that would have been an effect on everything, as I said earlier. It was an effect. But, like, if if they'd moved it, like, several days, which is what they should have just done, to be fair. Like who cares if less people are going to see it on TV or if less people go to the stadium? Because I, to be fair, I didn't see it, but it it it, it it seems like Denmark were still affected by it in general. Oh,
0: absolutely! Uh, did you see the goal? The Finland score? Yeah,
1: because uh, at the end of the game,
0: yeah, end of the game, Finland, uh, By the end of the game, Finland had won the game one nil. Uh, Denmark gave up their goal. Horrible marking on the on the on that ball. Uh, that uh, far side defender was not paying attention and then casper schmeichel the ball hit his hands and rolled in like you that's not a that's not a mistake that you see that guy make very often i don't think you expect to ever see that mistake but i mean what less than an hour before he's trying to comfort uh his teammate's girlfriend that they think is dying you know yeah so it's it's not right to have these guys play and have that affect them i mean even the even the referee uh to his credit like First of all, he was able to... He, while he was a bit confused at first, he was able to let, the, let on the medics almost immediately uh, and all that other stuff. And he was apparently a bit hesitant about bringing out the defibrillator, but, I mean, still, he was able to control that situation and help make sure that Ericsson got the help he needed. Uh, but, like, to his credit, uh, he gifted a penalty to Denmark. Like, uh, I don't know if you knew about this part, but it's, like... It was, a few, I, it, was, it was a few minutes later after they gave up the goal. Denmark was just gifted a penalty. And they, I, it was the weakest penalty I'd ever seen. But, like, it wasn't supposed to be a penalty. But I think that it was just, like, you gave up a goal that you shouldn't have given up. I'm going to give you a chance to make up for that.
1: Because I didn't see much, many people saying that. Saying, uh, yeah. I didn't see too many replays of it. But I didn't see many people online saying it was that terrible of a call. And I don't was, think I, I, don't think I had much of a problem with when I saw it either. It, it was, looked it itchy. was like it was a weak one, but then again, it wasn't as bad as the por- one Portugal got today. Because that port, the one Portugal got today, was dreadful. But we'll get to that.
0: Yeah, I think that's, I think that's all. I mean, I, I, I was posting in our, uh, I was posting in our area here about how like. The coach of Denmark was talking about the way that it was all handled by UEFA. He had some more quotes today about how, like, the main quote that everyone was talking about was the only real leadership would have been to put the players on a bus and send them home, send them home, and then deal with it after. So that's, yeah, I mean, there's... I don't, yeah, well, technically, they were playing at home, it there, there was a game in Denmark, which <laughs> I mean. They were, I think it would have been, it, honestly, send, send home the Denmark, the Den, those teammates from Denmark home would have been easier to do there, and you would have been able to, If like, hopefully would have been able to uh, emotionally recover from that faster, especially knowing that Ericsson was okay. I mean, the next day probably wouldn't have been good, but, like, the day after that, maybe?
1: And it's a whole kit and caboodle, we'll probably learn even more as things go on, but. For yeah. now yeah whatever well and unfortunately for them the next game is also now against belgium who seem very good
0: oh yeah i mean that's the thing like i think that probably was denmark's only shot at a win in this in this uh tournament i mean even before the game i would have said that i would have taken finland anyway before that game but even after that like it's just it was also Finland's first ever win at a national tournament, at an cool. international tournament, or at least their first win at a major tournament. It was also their first goal in a major tournament, and it's kind of, it feels dirty.
1: Well, I know, because that very well could have been Bosnia in that game, because Finland beat us in qualifying to get that second spot. So I, I was thinking about how I'd feel as a ball. Like, obviously, you know, it's so weird to think about. But like, you, you the, the poor, poor John, poor John Paulo. Scores first country for the first time in a major tournament. And he is just there's so many other circumstances. Yeah. But yeah. Uh, now for the rest of the Euros because they've been going on for a few it days. Feels like a while somehow. <laughs> it feels like a lot. It's really only been three full and days. It feels like a lot again.
0: because a few of those game, a few of these games have felt like a lot. <laughs> it's a lot. It's a
1: lot. All right, so. I'll I'll pull up all the games so far. Obviously, you don't have to go to them with uh, all of them, but it's in a way um, to keep track of things. I mean, I'm just well, mentioning.
0: We'll, I've we'll got I've go got a order, few of the key ones that anything. I wanted to talk about.
1: Well, so then, well, if I if we come across it, then we'll bring it up. So, ter- uh, Italy smashes Turkey 3-0 in the first game. Not really got anything for that had, one to be I
0: fair. A, I had a Dutch friend. I have a Dutch friend. Uh, my one of my Weeb friends. Oh, oh God, I forgot to mention that I wanted to say like uh, about the the Erickson situation because I actually have some. Basically, I was talking to somebody who I have a weeb friend who is uh, who is a big like he's not a, he doesn't know soccer very well, but he's a big uh, celtics fan. He was talking I was talking to him about, uh, you know, as a, in the whole situation of whether you p- continue to play the game or not. Uh, and he was talking about uh, you remember a while back when Gordon Hayward had that like just destroyed his leg
1: yeah.
0: uh, on the stanchion. And he was talking and he said that, like, he remembers interviews from back then where uh, some Celtics players were unsure if they wanted to finish the game or not uh, because of just how bad that was. Like, it looked like he wasn't going to walk again at that point. Uh, But it, like that whole thing of, and then, you know, they were barely able to decide to continue the game in that situation. And in this situation, it's even worse and they still continue the game. So it's just, once again, unsure of how to feel about UEFA handling that situation, but uh, yeah. anyway, the other the other friend, the other wave friend, the uh, the guy, the Dutch guy, uh, he actually had his money on Turkey beating Italy, which I just want to know what you think about that specifically.
1: Well, a lot of people had been calling Turkey dark horses going into the tournament. To be a fair, a lot of to people hand. were talking.
0: We're talking about Italy being dark dark horses in this well, tournament. Well,
1: uh, dark horse being a relative term, to be fair, because the way it worked out, it was it was, it's it's France, Portugal. And then there's, like, a bit of dip. And then there's, like, the likes of Italy, England. Spain, Germany, England, near the bottom of that, to be fair, because I, I never uh, read England. I
0: think that there's, there's a lot of – well, I mean, I don't we'll rank get England to Okay.: Okay. Well, no, yeah, fair, because, you know, we're
1: going to – if we end up just – we're just going to be doing circles for, like, the next hour and a half. <laughs> About the Euros. But, yeah, uh, wales tie Switzerland, 1-1, not much. Switzerland is actually my dark horse team because me and my friends did a predictor thing like predicting all, like, the, 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 how the tournament would go, like who'd finish what in what group. And I ended up having Switzerland in the semifinals. So not, not the best result for them, but I have faith in them still. Really, and is like, good. And do you remember when he, like, he was a really highly touted youngster and yeah. it didn't seem like he was working out, but now he's actually... He doesn't pl- I don't know if he plays consistently for Gladbach, but he'll. Take, if anything, he might get a move away now. He's not great, but he's pretty good. Uh, Denmark Phelan we talked about. Belgium, destroy Russia. D- destroy, it might not be the best term. because They should have had more. And, and, although the first goal did come from a Russia disaster class defensively.
0: I mean, Russia is a disaster class. Uh, I think Belgium should have won by more.
1: How, 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 how do Russia get into this tournament? I, I, I think I just, that, well, I mean, Russia isn't that bad. They're it's much just... worse than they were from the, la- the last World Cup.
0: So, yeah, that, they that are seems... much, much worse. I'm they're not check. that bad, but
1: they're... Um so yeah, uh England, Croatia, if you want to say anything about that while I figure Uh, out how Russia even qualified for this tournament.
0: I think that well, the thing with England is that they may not be that good. I don't rate them that much, but they do have one of the easiest paths to the final. They have one of the easiest paths to the final. Unless they finish first.
1: Yeah. Because then they get second place in this Portugal, Germany, France group, apparently.
0: Yeah. But if they end up in second place in that group, uh they have one of the easiest paths to well i mean basically it's uh it's mostly easy because they're playing they'd be playing the entire time through so they just have home field advantage that entire time so
1: the game against scotland will be at wembley then right because i know scotland's hosting their other games i think so i will
0: double check that in a
1: second Oh, dear me. Russia's Russia finished second ahead of the likes of Scotland, Cyprus, Kazakhstan and San Marino to make it to this stage. They finished behind Belgium, of course, but it's Belgium. But yeah.
0: Yeah, it's I I, I think Russia is one of those like marginal teams. Like when you think of uh, the Europa League or the Champions League like they're, you know, that's random like Belgian or Croatian team that makes it into the makes it into the Champions League or the Europa League. It's like, we don't really know about this team, but they made it. Uh, they're not good here, but uh, they were certainly good elsewhere.
1: I mean, they were great in 2018, but that might have just been the propaganda of being the home team. And, like, I mean, that they, I, think they
0: had a co- I think they had a couple of extra players that were like doing really well. I, Arshavin is Arshaven still playing?
1: No, he wasn't there in 2018. It just... Their, I think 2018 was like the last few years of like their better like team, and now those guys are either too old or just completely retired. And yeah. they just don't, aren't, they aren't going off anymore. But we'll see. Maybe, maybe that was because I think, who would they play then? They play Finland in that next game, so that could be an indication of what both teams are made out of.
0: I, I, would t- I, I think I already said I take Finland as second in that group. I mean, obviously Belgium's going to destroy everyone, but I think I'd take fin- Finland as, the, as a second in that group.
1: I mean, it seems the case now because they've beaten Denmark already, so it's big for them. Oh, yeah. Uh, Austria-North Macedonia. Unfortunately, the main game. thing to talk about fun. is the Arnautovic racial just explosion for some reason. Did you hear about this? What? You know, Arnautovic... Arnaut, so, Austria... It was a pretty close game, but Austria eventually pulled away to is win that 3-1 why, against Wisconsin.
0: Is that why Alba grabbed his face? Yeah. So, from
1: according to rumors and reports... Arnautovic scores the third goal and then just starts like, talking smack, like a lot of it aggressively, to a Macedonian player. And it just seemed like, like maybe they had an argument earlier in the game. Apparently, that North Macedonian player is of um, Albanian descent. Arnautovic is apparently of Serbian descent. And Arnautovic just Uh-oh. went like, on a racist tirade against Albania. He used like an a ethnic-type slur, which the whole meaning of that word is kind of contentious because sometimes it's used in different contexts, but if he was yelling at him, it was probably in the unkind sense. And then, yeah, people of I don't know if Alba knew. I don't know if Alba knew he was being racist, but I think Alba could sense that he also just kept screaming. And that's why he wanted to get him to shut up and just try to uh. focus on playing. But yeah, so now there's, you know, that's a thing.
0: So yeah, That's, that, that, that's okay. how that happened. Yeah, that's unfortunately now that's
1: now the main talking point for which was a good game to be fair.
0: Yeah, uh, I watched Go, a bit of it. Is it Goran Pandev? Yeah, Goran Pandev. Who who scored? Old man. <laughs>
1: so him and uh him and are both part of that trouble winning Inter Milan team that won that was that was coached by Mourinho, if you remember that. You know that team?
0: I don't Mil- remember Milito,
1: Schneider, Eto, the one the trouble they beat by Munich in the final.
0: I know those players, but I don't know that team. <laughs> It was back in
1: 2010, I believe.
0: Okay, that was like right after I stopped paying attention to Syria, which is fair.
1: <laughs> yeah, and it was the 2010. So they won that tro- they won the Champions League in 2010, and then 11 years later, two players from that team score goals at the Euros in the same game.
0: But yeah, I don't what uh, t- uh, the other guy that came on at the same time, Gudurkic, Gudurkic,
1: who was who has been dreadful in the Bundesliga for a while. That's been the theme of the year so well, far. four a... players scoring goals
0: yeah gregoric like, uh, really changed shit. the game he 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 really changed it for and, uh, for Austria and or to
1: be fair, but I feel bad saying that now considering yeah. the <laughs> racist high just for no reason, but
0: well I mean it, yeah, it was, it was, uh, was apparently it was mostly like gregoric because uh, i wasn't obviously I wasn't paying full attention to the game. I was like changing my bed sheets while I was watching oh, I was cleaning honestly. my room uh. I was cleaning my room while the game was going, so I wasn't fully paying attention, but I was just hearing them talking about Gregorich and how like you know, he the changed it. he yeah, he helped out uh, in like their warm up friendlies and all that. So Long story short, the, the guy
1: the guy that started up top was six foot seven, so they kinda of resorted just to whipping in crosses toward him. But that didn't really work, so once they got on Notovich and Gregorich, they were able to play more like with their feet and whatnot, it ended up working. But they yeah. also did score from another cross to be fair, so Maybe Austria just crossing merchants. Or maybe Macedonia just kinda of stink. We'll see. That, that's I what's mean, fun imp- about all these first games. I, it's is impressive that, that they scored. <laughs> yeah, although the the goal was, completely it was a weird given giveaway, them, but completely like...
0: given to them. But yeah, at least, least Macedonia got something. That's there. what's fun
1: about the first games because you don't know which teams stink or which teams just played other stinky teams. Like Croatia looked like they stunk in that game. <laughs> which allowed England to beat them. But I don't know now if England are just less stinky or if those it's that un- was
0: the morning game, so, like, I wasn't awake. <laughs> the second game is going to be the fun ones. That's yeah. fair. Um, uh, the Netherlands-Ukraine game, though, that was...
1: Game of the tournament, most likely, yeah. So far, yeah. yeah. Uh, like Ukraine go two up. No, Netherlands go two up. I leave the house, by the way, so I'm watching the game. My mom calls. She's done with work. I have to go pick her up. I come back, Holland and have scored two goals in that time, which is funny. <laughs> and then Ukraine oh, scored man. twice out of nowhere because MLS... Uh, the
0: game. That, that Yarmolenko's goal was amazing. Yeah. But what's funny uh, is, uh,
1: for MLS, um, former MLS manager Frank Boer, a.k.a. Yeah, the worst the coach in Premier League history, according to Jose Mourinho, took off a bunch of players. After, not a bunch, but he took off some players after Holland went 2-0 up. Uh, Daley Blind was one of them, the center back. And then they conceded twice. And then they randomly scored from a cross. Because the Ukrainian goalkeeper <laughs> just could not clear it for some reason. He just cleared it right to the wing where there was a Holland guy. And after like a pass or two, they crossed it and they headed it in. So yeah, that was, that, that that was that such a team dumb is goal. not as good. They might not be as good as some people think.
0: We'll see. Oh no, that, that, that Dutch team is going to be terrible. But that was just such a well, dumb game to watch.
1: Although they got to play... Wait, wait. have I messed up my groups? That, they're in one group, they're in one group. Oh, sorry. No, they're they. Uh, Holland and it's Austria, North Macedonia. It's the same group. So they'll probably still be able to get out of that group, but they might have a challenge in the knockout yeah, round uh, where they play.
0: I don't know. I kind of want, Oh, man. But if if they lost to the Netherlands, I don't think that Ukraine is going to get out of that group over the Netherlands. I I kind of want it to be Austria and Austria and Ukraine out of that group, but well, yeah, Ukraine I don't already think that's lost. Happen anymore. Yeah, no, I uh, don't think that's statistically possible. Uh, the next game though. Uh, Scotland, the Scott, Scotland Czech game.
1: That game was funny because, uh, do you want to know what the XG for that game was?
0: Uh, I don't know the XG for that game. I was asleep for that one as well. I wake up at 9.30.
1: <laughs> That's fair. Scotland, like when I was watching the game, I'm thinking like, man, the Czechs aren't even doing that well. And then Patrick Schick, who was, and I had the best of times recently, scored a very good header, like a very good header. And then obviously scored from like 50 yards out. And, yeah. it w- and then Scotland missed some chances to get back in the game. So even though Scotland lost 2-0, they won the XG battle 2.31 to 0.91. But that's just what happens when you take your chances and the other team just scores bangers and goes off. Just hitting bangers. So And then, yeah, we'll see if yeah, the Czechs can either keep that up or play better. It's a whole thing. I think they play Croatia next, which means Scotland, uh, England should be funny. Then we have your, your boys, the Polish national team, who go 1-0 down to Scotland after forgetting, forgetting Slovakia. to defend. Slovakia, Slovakia, sorry. Fair enough. Uh, and then what is also funny that was is a, that...
0: That was, a, that was considered an own goal by uh, yeah. from Szczesny because it bounced off the back of his head. So...
1: I, I was doing something at halftime, and I'm like, okay, the second half started. Let me just go get something for lunch real quick from the kitchen. I'm not going to miss anything. And then pull oh, yeah. I, I the scores. I like, took a shower, for, the I half. a shower for I took a
0: shower for halftime, and I come back, and like it, they were already talking about Lunetti's goal. I so yeah, I don't remember what, what the hell happened for Lunati, for Lunati's goal. Uh, all I know is that uh, they couldn't get the ball to uh, to Lewandowski enough. I think what I'm just gonna check how many touches that Lewandowski had in that game because I don't think he I don't think he was able to they were able to get the ball to him and I think well, that was you, a big
1: thing. While you look that up, um, so Poland seem like they have the momentum. They've equalized. They're pushing forward, and then Krzysztofia, who someone remember from Sevilla, I think he played for PSG.
0: Krzysztofia, yeah, Krishawyak. yeah
1: Krishawyak. just gets a, just one of the stupidest second yellow cards. It's like he forgot he was on the yellow card and just committed a yellow card-worthy offense and got sent I off as a result. I
0: saw both both yellow card fouls, and I think the first yellow card was a bit soft, but yeah, that second one was... You know what? It's not something that you get a straight right over, but that was that's one of those clear yellow cards. You get yeah. that. And
1: you can't blame the ref Because like, if, even if the first yellow card's weak, he knows he's on a yellow now. Like, what are you supposed to do? Like, you don't do that.
0: Yeah. Uh, I uh, So I did check, and... Well, you know, obviously Chesney is, has the lowest uh, touches out of the team, uh, out of the starting eleven. Uh, Lewandowski did have the least touches out of the entire uh, starting eleven. He only had thirty nine touches on the ball the entire game. Uh, Frankowski had thirteen touches though. Uh, I did not so, notice yeah.
1: Frankowski do a single thing after coming on. But I I'm also made. People kind made of landed Baker.
0: in front of him a few times.
1: He that he did also, he did
0: some play on the wings.
1: That also may be because I completely zoned out that stage of the yeah. game. <laughs> I, it was very much just a game of football that was on in the background.
0: Yeah, I was also like kind of starting to work on my editing stuff because I, I was like, even oh, I need to get on this done. Else. I was just looking at the
1: television, just thinking, I guess. <laughs> I don't know. But yeah, what's, what, the thing I'm thinking now is that because I'm not the biggest Lewandowski backer, to, to say the least. So I... is, this, is this closer to what Lewandowski would actually be if he didn't play for like a super team like Munich? In the Bundesliga? Yeah,
0: I think if Lewandowski all- played for the fire, yeah. this is kind of what he'd get. <laughs> or is this just
1: Lewandowski's on such a terrible national team, there's nothing you can do about it?
0: Ah, uh, man. I like, I have, I don't, honestly, the thing is, is that I don't... At like,
1: Arsenal or Tottenham, where it's like a happy medium, where he's not got, like, unbelievable support at all times, and they're always the best team, but he actually has some help. I've always like, wondered I don't about think, Lewandowski.
0: I don't think Poland is that bad. Like, I mean... I, don't, they I shouldn't be that at t- of their players. Yeah, I, I I mean, I'm looking at the team, and it's like, I don't... I, I rate plenty of these players. Uh, you know, Zelensky, Linetti, Radibus. Uh, I mean, Krakowiak, yeah, he had the stupid fouls, but I mean, he's still pretty decent.
1: Uh
0: oh, uh name. uh Josviak. Uh, I don't remember. I think he was one of the players that the Fire was trying to target. Uh, nice. A while ago. Uh, yeah, Camille Josviak. I think... I can't see anything about what team he was on because I remember he, I remember the team that he was on. I think it was like pos left pos or something like that. Yeah. Uh but yeah, that was a very, very disappointing game uh for me in particular. Uh Poland disappoints me. Uh I don't I, after you know that I, game, I'm not sure like what who else is in their group? It's Spain, Spain and Sweden. We'll get to. Yeah, they're not making it out of that group Spain. now. They're not we'll making the out of the group now. <laughs>
1: Uh, I I've told you I I root against make bottle the, jobs.
0: They might make it in uh to, through like the third place thing. But they'd have to Maybe. beat one of. Well, hold on. We'll get to the next game. What I want
1: to say is, you know, I've told you I root against bottle jobs because they start to annoy me. Poland are some of the biggest bottle jobs in international. Yes, game. absolutely. So that's why. I, when I well, them, like that's. The, not,
0: there's I the classic. Uh, I I I finally remembered the classic tro- The classic quote that uh, I was trying to quote last time, which is. Uh, First is for points, second is for everything, third is for honor. Uh, That's the that's the Polish way when it comes to international soccer. So it it goes, you know, the first game you want to score, you want to win that game. So you get points, you get ahead in that group Uh, and then, you know, you don't win the first game. And so the second game is for everything you need to win in order to stay in. And you don't win that, and the third game is for honor. Just win a game so you have something to take home with you. That and wasn't the
1: last World Cup, I believe. I think they won yes, the last game, but it didn't even matter. That's the,
0: that's uh, Well, I mean, it's a, it's a classic Polish uh, phrase when it comes to international soccer.
1: Well, speaking of the rest of the group, Spain-Sweden, worst game of the tournament. <laughs> it's, it's like Spain were pretending to be Spain. You know how much possession they had?
0: I, uh, let me just check. 86.
1: Right now. Oh, God. <laughs> 86. 90% pass accuracy. 917 passes. Oh, Sweden's Swedes on 62. And at the end of the day, Sweden should have won that game. Well, not even yeah. should have won, but they had Isaac, the biggest chance. Yeah. when Berg Isaac had
0: the biggest chance. Was, uh, no, no, Berg. Isaac what? set up Berg. Yeah. Are, okay. are you thinking
1: about when Isaac's shot hit the post? Are you thinking about when he passed it across and the guy missed the sitter? I. Th-
0: I just remember something about Isaac was, like, probably Isaac the biggest... Isaac had, had a chance, but it was
1: unlucky because his shot was cleared off the line off the post of the goalkeeper. But later in the game, he dribbles, like, he gets into space out wide, kind of out wide, hits a low cross to his, his strike partner, Berg, who just makes a mess of it. But, yeah, Spain do not look like they have any, like, incision, which is concerning for them. But maybe Sweden knows more what they're doing defensively I mean, than they give credit for.
0: Also, Spain is still... I think they're still running with mostly their B team. No, of, uh, uh,
1: other than Brusquets, not really. That, that oh. Spain team out there was actually almost like... De Gea didn't start, but I don't think that was because of cover. I think he's just benched for because Spain overthinks. Because
0: bad. I uh,
1: don't. Do I give you that? <laughs> <laughs> um, so their next game... Um, their next game is against Poland. So that's that's the forever. That's gonna be game, interesting to not see. Not good for Poland.
0: I yeah I don't know because yeah Spain doesn't look that good this year. Uh, Sweden honestly, inter- I don't know if they'll be the ones to top the group, but I think that Sweden's gonna make it out of the group. They should at this stage. Yeah, Slovakia especially just
1: don't look past- like they have the talent.
0: Yeah, they got past Spain, and I think that they can beat they can beat uh, Slovakia. They could probably beat Poland. <laughs>
1: So then we've got today's game. Uh, Portugal beat Hungary three to zero, which is which, not a fair scoreline. That is absolutely Portugal, not. Portugal scored a, a a deflection goal, a dubious penalty, and then a third goal in like the 90 second minute. So Portugal did not look great, but you know maybe it didn't need to think get used that to Hungary
0: I honestly think Hungary should have gotten a win. They like, did and have that's, a that's goal really that was, to offside, say. But it was very clearly offside. To be yeah, fair. it's like it. It sounds weird to say like, oh, the team that lost three 0 should have won the game. But like that entire game, that was that was Hungary's game to win. They were they were very aggressive. Like they didn't have a lot of possession, but they. It, I think it's my usual my usual thing of like you know I don't read on. Uh, I I don't really go for whatever. this whole the whole thing about like aggression and who feels more dangerous, and I think that Hungary felt more dangerous than Portugal that entire game. Portugal had the possession, but Hungary That's seemed true. dangerous.
1: It did seem more threatening on occasion, um, and then the last game of the first round is France Germany, which will be kicking off in fifteen minutes at the time of from, recording.
0: Yeah, from like so right when we're saying this, the, the tail end. of this <laughs> the first, episode, the first bit of this game. <laughs> you
1: know, Well, I mean, I'm I'm having it on the background of this television, so if I just start yeah, screaming, I should, at least I we'll get probably very, turn that on. <laughs> we'll get very relevant coverage of this game. But yeah, um, that should be a fun. one. But uh, uh, you also, know what's the first, you want know the first game of the second round. Finland, Russia, 8 in the morning. Yes, sir.
0: I you know, wake up at so 9.30. <laughs> this, game's at Fran-
1: this game's in France? I, you know what? I'll say this now. I don't like this multi-country Euros. I don't like it. I want there to be one or two host countries. I want to learn about the cities hosting the games. I do not like having teams with a bunch of home field advantage randomly. I don't yeah. like it.
0: I'm putting that and out that's there And That's what I was saying with, uh, with England. Like They have home field advantage.
1: Like France had now, I, I just clocked that France have home field advantage in this game against Germany. I don't know if it's, it's still an advantage, but at least it's not as well, because I assume the ticket allotment still split evenly.
0: Although I mean, there was I don't, a lot I don't more know about COVID protocols there. There that, were the, a lot the other more
1: Hungarian fans, and there were Portuguese fans. I'll tell you that much with that game. I, mean, in, I thought that was
0: a, I thought that was that, that was a that looked like a home that was a home game for Hungary and Budapest. Yeah, it certainly too.
1: didn't look like it was fair ticket allocation, but we'll see. So yeah, that's uh, that's that's the Euros really. Um, uh, in terms of, all of Crest the rest of the Torrent, we kind of talked about all, of the te- all of each teams. The second games will be the important one now because now we'll see who was actually, you know, you'll get more of a sample size, and then we'll just kind of kick on from there.
0: As is the uh, as is the old, the ancient uh, Polish proverb. <laughs> Copa, I'll let you handle because you watched much more than that. I didn't. Yeah, I didn't watch much, but I did watch more. I guess. Uh, Brazil got an obvious win. I don't even remember what, how much. I think it was, was three no like. 0 at the end
1: of the day. The first goal they scored was ugly because it was just like a corner that fell. Uh, yeah. They scored a second. And the second was from the penalty spot. And then I don't know about the third.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I don't. I, I think I was watching the game as that goal was scored from Barbosa, but I don't even remember it. Uh, sure. Chile, uh, Argentina. I think, that, I think that Argentina just wasted a lot of chances there. Uh, Messi got Still a goal on a. Messi got a got a goal off of a free kick. Like he'd actually gotten. It was. Are you Sorry. okay there? <laughs> yeah, was just, that was was a series.
1: I, I I was a series of like short burps. I do sometimes.
0: <laughs> I thought I thought you were I thought you were going. Uh, that was an instance like last time? Incidents. Uh, le- the last incident. Uh. But uh, what Messi had a uh, Messi had a free kick from almost the same exact spot earlier in the game and had like the same exact power on it. It was just that that one was saved. And then this the 33rd minute one he scored. Uh, Man, I forgot what happened with the Chile goal, but I remember being kind of annoyed by it. penalty.
1: They got a penalty and scored the rebound.
0: Yeah, it was the rebound. Oh, yeah, that's that's why, because it was uh, it looked like uh, Vidal uh, got a hand on it, but it was just it just barely missed his hand. Like it was just
1: to you that me and, my dad, me and my dad want. Uh, you know in hockey when the penalty shot, it's like, it's like a separate play, like oh, everyone yeah. else is off the ice? I want that in soccer. I don't want anyone to be able to score a rebound in, in soccer off a penalty.
0: I want to be... I, I, know, want, a in, I want a penalty it's, in a it's more game like to it's like a penalty shootout. But that one's more like a free throw. Well, the
1: free, well free throws can't apply though, because the first free throw and the second free throw are completely different. Because you you can't get a rebound off a first free throw and basketball you can't in the second. I mean
0: it's so it, like it's a set play sometimes to miss the second free throw to get uh to get the extra point on that one. Uh, so you're telling
1: me you're telling me a team's going to want the chance to be able to miss a penalty on purpose to get the rebound.
0: Yeah. There, there are some... There, there is a play. That might be the
1: most no, amazing. no, I'm I just mean, saying
0: that... Like, that's, that like, oh, man, I think like Johan Cruyff you, did that you once. You mean, well,
1: there's the Cruyff incident, there's the instance, there's the to Suarez, and then there's the one-time Arsenal tried and failed. But that's happened three times in, like, however many years. No one's actually going to be able to want to do that in, like, a major game.
0: Uh, the other, the other two games in the Copa, Colombia-Ecuador, I didn't even know this one happened. Colombia beat Ecuador 1-0, no, the uh,
1: no house, that's the big thing apparently for them. Yeah.
0: Uh and uh Paraguay beat Bolivia 3 1, but the thing is is that like Bolivia actually was leading after the 10th minute. They got a penalty in the 10th minute. Uh our uh our guy Gaston Gimenez did not make the 18 for Paraguay. I don't even think it's 18, like the entire squad yeah, they, it's more than 18 the well, uh, squad. He didn't make up, it. But, he yeah. got called up, but he did not make the he did not make the bench uh but yeah apparently it was like my dad was my dad was the one watching that game and he was telling me about it with just Bolivia actually was leading that game for a long time uh not just on points but actually just in general like advantage and all that but uh end of the second end of the first half apparently Bolivia got a red card and so you know Kaku uh Kaku got a goal uh, in the 62nd minute, is and then another guy there? with almost the same exact name, <laughs> well, almost the same exact name, uh, got uh, two goals after that. So Paraguay won 3 1. Interesting. Uh, I don't really know how to feel about the rest of the tournament. Uh, I think, every, I think everybody kind of wants Argentina to win. Uh, so that Messi finally gets something out of his career. <laughs> I um, think that's what everyone feels. Kaku doesn't play for Red Bulls anymore, by the way. I just realized no, that he now. doesn't.
1: I didn't know that. I forgot. I either didn't know. I forgot, or whatever.
0: I think. I think. I think you just forgot. Like it's. It, there was a weird thing with like transfer stuff with him.
1: Yeah, and then, yeah, that's. Oh, you know what's my favorite thing about the Copa. You've probably learned this by now because you've seen a bit of it. But the, the, the setup or the structure of the tournament is two groups of five, and the top yeah. four teams in each group advance, which is very funny. To be fair,
0: Who, What's the one team that you expect to uh, to drop in uh, each me, group
1: let me look at the stand let me i let think me well i mean the two teams that haven't played yet start.
0: the two teams that haven't played yet at all are uh, peru and uruguay okay. but i think uh, bolivia
1: surely and then yeah bolivia is definitely
0: going to be out probably on the, on group venezuela
1: B. probably venezuela yeah
0: yeah I, I, want ecuador. Per- I want peru to get to get far yeah i think ecuador is actually going to be the one that's out on group a i think venezuela has enough talents yeah, because they didn't uh, lose to, to Brazil in that
1: first game, so it's harsh. And then, yeah, I don't see... Especially because Perico already beat Bolivia. I don't see Bolivia getting past anyone else in that group. But CD is yeah. going to actually matter to them because you don't want to... It'll just be easy direct 2v3, 1v4, whatever. Come on, Argentina. Please, just give the, man, give the man what he needs. We don't need he this. Needs- Lionel Messi needs this.
0: Yeah. Um, he, yeah, he has no international wins. Uh, uh, tournament won. wins. Which is like insane because it's Argentina.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Oh, but then and then you see how much has been let down in some games. It's unbelievable. So So
0: we'll see what happens with
1: that. Oh, Kimpenbe's bald. That's interesting. Do you know Kimpenbe from PSG? The uh, defender? no. Yeah, well he's bald now.
0: Okay. I think I also saw that and I'm just I I don't know who it is, so that's why I don't notice. Uh, yeah, uh, Japan, games will resume this weekend, like everyone else, so nothing to report there. Uh, also nothing really to report on Olympic stuff either. Uh, women's game, women's stuff, uh, there were some international friendlies, like the only thing that I saw, I don't pay attention to the, I don't, as I always say, I don't care about international stuff, I'm just watching, like, Euros and Copa because it's on. Uh, I'm actually, I was busy later on in the day, so I didn't see much from, uh, the, from the women's uh, international friendly stuff, I think what today, I think the Dutch played in a friendly and like destroyed Norway or Norway destroyed them. I saw seven <laughs> nil. I don't know who won. I just saw. The, I just saw seven <laughs> nil. Uh, but yeah. Uh, I saw the only thing I saw uh, in terms of actual play was uh, the. I think it was. Uh, oh no, that's it wasn't Costa Rica. Who was? Who were they even playing?
1: Uh, one seven zero. by the way.
0: Okay. Uh, yeah, the U.S. national team playing against Jamaica. Uh, the Jamaican goalkeeper just took a, took a shot straight to the jaw point blank. <sighs> uh, I di- I saw that and it's like, yep, that's the only thing I saw in this entire game. I hope she did not finish the game. <laughs> uh, I'm just gonna actually check if she finished the game because she shouldn't have finished it. It was somewhere mm-hmm. in the first half. Oh no, I think she did finish the game. Oh. That's not good. That, uh-huh. that that looked like she was down for a while after that too. Uh. Anyway, uh, actual stuff that I wanted to talk about. Jill Ellis got an expansion team in San Diego. I don't think like she was in charge of the uh, of getting the expansion team there, but she is now in charge of the expansion team. So it's gonna be interesting to see uh, if she's finally outed as a fraud in uh in the NWSL because I still think that she's a fraud. Uh, and I'm happy that she's not coaching the national team anymore. Uh, if you, if
1: you ask me randomly who's the U.S. women's coach, my brain would immediately think of Joe Alice to be fair, still.
0: It's Vlasko Andano- Andanovic. What'd Vlasko. you call me? He's <laughs> uh, well, he he uh, he was coaching uh, I'm assuming he's think... got
1: Serbian roots.
0: Oh, yeah, he is. Uh, yeah. I know uh, the got one of the guys that uh, we, that we sit by at uh, Red Stars games, uh, Milan Macedonia. Uh, he likes yelling at him. <laughs> He's Macedonian, actually. Well, he likes yelling at him in, in Serbian. He understands it.
1: <laughs> it was similar language, to be fair. There's like all minor differences. Like, technically speaking, Bosnian and Serbian are different languages, but it's very minute changes.
0: So, yeah, uh, Vlad, goes, yeah. Vlad goes current coach of the uh, women's national team. Uh, Nadia Nadim, the one player that I thought was going to the Red Stars. Nope, she was going to Louisville. So, uh, still God. waiting on that Red Star stuff uh speaking <laughs> of the these stars, days you'll figure out who that player is one of these days that player will finally show up with the red stars uh actually the rest of the league has been uh getting a bunch of signings in especially uh, olympic leon uh the rain uh they've been they got alana cook i believe uh and i think another defender uh that the one that was just announced was a mexican national team player i don't remember her name uh but they've been making a lot of signings and there's a lot of questions going around uh then wsl media people of like okay we know that there's a cap i don't personally i don't remember how big the cap is but everyone's like okay uh leona is trying to hit the cap uh they're getting pretty close up there now and they're also not playing that well either <laughs> they have this big team. they have this like they have a superstar team uh but uh they are not doing much at the moment so we'll see what happens with them uh So for the Red Stars stuff, uh, Bianca St. George has got an appearance off the bench for Canada. She's been out for a long time with a knee injury. So it's nice that she got some sort of appearance. And uh, outlook for the Red Stars versus Washington this weekend, it's going to be at home. Uh, The two things that the two, the two players, uh, main players on Washington that I know are going to be there uh, because I don't know if Momiki is going to be back. Uh, But uh, the two main players to watch out for uh, against Washington are Ashley Hatch, who is a really good goal scorer. They don't have uh, Roosevelt anymore to work those, uh, work the midfield and get the ball up to her. But Ashley Hatch is just amazing goal scorer. Uh, and the also the other uh, player to watch out for is Trinity Rodman. Uh, you know uh, she's actually got some really good ball handling skills, uh, which is not expected when you hear the name Rodman. Uh, but she's how long ago worked- did you think of that joke? I thought of it as I as I was writing the uh, <laughs> as I was writing the game plan. Well I was done. like, that would be fun. Well <laughs> That'd done. be fun to. You delivered
1: it well as well. Fair play. you, I, I could tell there. I could sense the smile <laughs> on your face as you're getting that joke off. So well done. <laughs> uh, Speaking of but the rest, like, stars, she's,
0: real quick. she's one of the she's one she's like one of the most amazing dribblers in the league. Though, like she puts she puts everyone on skates. So yes. it's gonna be interesting to see there.
1: I got into a very minor dispute because I was after, I was after my rec league game. Me and my me and my friend were like. A bunch of us talking about what jerseys we should get, and someone recommended the Red Star jersey. I'm like the train one. He's like, yeah. I'm like, that stinks. He's like, no, it's sick. Which just goes to show the duality of how people rate that jersey, because some think it's really nice, the nice old Chicago, and some people just think, oh, it's a train on a jersey. What's the point of that? I think you're more on my side from last time. Yeah, we talked I'm, about on, this.
0: I'm yeah. on the. Uh, I'm not a fan of it, yeah. but I mean, it's
1: funny the duality of how people rate it. Also, Jeremy's to... playing a back three, which is funny.
0: I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to have to pause this for a hot second because Craig left, not Gjark. So I think Gjark is recording this, but I'm just going to make sure that Craig's back. Okay.
1: When you're on a chicken bender, grab a box of chicken tenders.
0: All right, Craig's back. What if we...
1: Imagine we lose the Red Stars for a second straight episode.
0: Yeah, that'd be... Man, like... That's like my one thing. <laughs> <laughs> the one thing that I'm good at. The Red Stars. Uh, but, uh... I mean, that's the end of the Red Star stuff. Uh, we just had to switch recordings. Uh, so, I, I mean, whenever I do that, I just add in anime noise, whatever. Uh, sure. So Chicago House stuff. The House did make uh, headlines, apparently, with being the first team to pay solidarity payments to a player's youth team. Uh, that was nice. Amazon's youth team. They paid a solidarity payment. Uh, also, they're continuing to try to fill out the squad uh, in time for their tournament, uh so the Puerto Rican national team defender Rodolfo Silva and goalkeeper Joel Serrano. So they Puerto got Rican those. Dreams. So they got them in. Also uh, uh, I'd
1: like to I'd like to offer a correction. I'm a moron because during the, the pregame broadcasting all I saw was a giant like French flag Tifo. So I assumed they were the home team. The game's taking no. place in Munich.
0: Yeah. It's just that that's on the other side of the stadium. Yeah. <laughs> uh, up up the up the house.
1: One of these days, one of these days, we'll figure out when they're playing and who they're playing against. Because inside, inside source, uh, not a lot of people know what's going on, especially the relevant ones. Which I I hope doesn't get me in trouble. So yeah, Concacaf. A lot of things going off. Not really. (laughs) And and, I mean, RJ and I I are here to completely derail things with uh, asking who we should represent on the international stage.
0: Because so, none of those teams are playing anymore. Uh, El Salvador smashed St. Kitts 4-0 in the first leg, so uh, no more... Uh, doesn't look like there's going to be any... Uh, any Cinderella story for them. they band, though.
1: St. Kitts and the Grandians.
0: <laughs> uh... Uh, all these games, are they're going to be playing to also, also all of these games. I'm talking about their first leg, uh, their second leg are going to be played tonight. So that means last night when you're listening to this, uh, when it comes out. So, I mean, we don't know what's going to happen. So that one is very least, I think that St. Kitts is not going to make it through, which is just dis- kind of disappointing because that seems mid,
1: fun. Midway through that joke, I remember that I was trying to make that. Or I should have made the joke about St. Vincent or something related to that, but I, I realized it was too late. I need to full send anyway. But yeah, Canada's up one uh, nil against Haiti. Alfon- Alfonso Davies loves the city of Chicago, by the way, because he's still here, apparently. Or he was here until very recently.
0: Uh, yeah. yeah, Canada going Dav- into the game, 1-0, the 1-0 lead over Haiti. Davies to the fire.
1: If they, if they bottle that, then they should not be allowed to ever try to qualify again. I'm assuming you know this, but apparently the last qualify round is going to be eight teams instead of six. So there is no more Hex. It's an Octo. I learned that last night.
0: Fun. I just, uh, when he, when you said Octo, the first thing I thought of was, heh, Octobox from Red Zone. <laughs> okay, uh, there, there's, there, yeah. there's, there's the mandatory there's... NFL
1: reference when RG's not here.
0: Mandatory NFL references. I was playing, what, before before we started recording, I was playing NCAA Football 14. Fair uh part. anyway, Anyway, uh, so yeah, Canada's going into, net, into that with a one nil lead over Haiti, which could be interesting if Haiti wins, because that'd be weird. Because uh, Canada has like you know Jonathan David, they got Alfonso Davies, they got like some very good players that are playing in very high leagues, and then they lose to Haiti. Uh, Panama with Panama with just a with only a two one lead over Curacao. Uh, Curacao, I remember like what the Caribbean Car- Caribbean Cup a while back was. Curacao did very well there. Uh, I think it'd be interesting if they make it to uh, if they make it to the Octo. Uh, anyway, other MLS Although stuff. Surely,
1: Shirley, Shirley Panama should be
0: fine there as well, to be fair, considering they're... They should be, but I want to see Kurokow. That's You love your chaos, so I can't... I love take my it chaos. And, and honestly, I think they've earned, they've earned a lot of it.
1: Uh, Speaking so of chaos, Jamie Vardy's bought... On uh, the game plan. all it says is Vardy, Jamie Vardy, of course, bought the Rochester Rhinos, question mark.
0: The Rhinos haven't... A sing- the, the Rhinos haven't played a single game in four years. Wait, they're still a th- That's strange. They haven't played a single game in four years. So are they coming uh, back then. They're going to try to have them come back because because uh, they were with the NASL. Uh, uh, well, so they the... had moved over to the NASL, and so when the NASL fell, they were gone.
1: Nisa could you? I mean, uh, give, give tell them to give a call to Nisa if that is that. I
0: think that works. I think they're going to try to go back in with the USL. Honestly. That's but they're they are still the only non-MLS team since, uh, since MLS uh, was created, the only non-MLS team to win the U.S. Open Cup. Uh, so, you know, I think that, I think that there's, there's a slight thing that might be kind of the reason why Vardy chose them. It's like, oh, they're kind of like Leicester.
1: Oh, I, wonder what's, I wonder if that's actually the reason or what kind of other things are at play. Like It's kind of funny. the
0: opposite of what we normally see with, like, you know, uh, American sports stars... You know, you know, buying into uh, buying into maybe he just, saw that. Clubs. He, got,
1: he just got sick of it. He's like, I'm going to do
0: I'm, I'm going to do, do it to you guys. <laughs> uh, I don't know. I just saw a tweet about a tweet from somebody about like how they're expecting they're expecting this story to end somehow with uh, with Vardy putting someone through a folding table at a Bills game. <laughs> That's fair.
1: I generally <laughs> thought Vardy was actually signing for them at first.
0: Yeah, <laughs> that would have been. yeah. They haven't, played in, they haven't played a single game in four years. He's signing with uh, the Rhinos. Well, I mean, uh, I Christian Fuchs signed for Nashville. Really?
1: Did you see that? Yeah. I don't know if it was this week or last week, but...
0: I, rem- I think I did remember seeing that. Not I- Nashville. Sorry. Charlotte. I'm an idiot. Yeah, Charlotte.
1: Yeah. A.K.A. Uh, Brant Bronico's current team while well, he's loaned out to the other Charlotte team. It's yeah. It's
0: a bit of a mess. Uh, the other MLS thing to mention is that the Revs... Have a an imminent rebrand, and I'm gonna be honest. The new logo, it's pretty good, but I hate that it exists because it should stick with the crane flag forever. It's it's much
1: better than the fire. It's better than the
0: Columbus one.
1: But it's, there's it's it's MLS just stinks right now.
0: It is a very good
1: looking logo, but MLS I, is like a, a kid in high school that you'd be friends with that changes too much, and they are. It's like the classic movie trope. So hopefully MLS 4.0 is MLS going back to its roots. But I don't think it's ever going to happen. Because the yeah. crayon, you call it the crayon the flag. flag I, don't, is... I, don't, I, don't, I don't like the slander that's associated with that. It's such a beautiful logo. It's literally the American flag with a soccer ball. And the it's team's beautiful. called the Revolution. You cannot remember, get us better that.
0: I remember some sort of story about that being like, it was, it was fan voted. It was like fan it's made. It's
1: so good. And like, and the new logo's not even like perfect, of course, because there's like that weird rose thing in the middle. The R is not really a. It's it's, and not, it's like not, a it's not. A and great it looks logo. like
0: it's uh, it like, closed, like the like not this. It's a circle. There's like a red again, line. Yeah.
1: It's it's a decent logo, but it's definitely not better than the better than the flag logo. But MLS stinks, so we'll see. Yeah. Do oh, I also uh, like how we, well we haven't heard anything about the new fire logo in a, in a while? By the way.
0: Uh, the last time we heard that. anything was uh, was Drew Conner, uh, was, uh, our good friend Drew, uh, mm-hmm. his interview with, uh, Al- with Alex Campbell, because uh, that one was much more professional than ours, and he was actually asking real questions. Meanwhile, we were just having fun with the guy. Oh, yeah. Drew's well, a good guy. The, the highlight was the Czech,
1: the, the Czech stories we heard.
0: <laughs> and, and, and the uh, Aryan Robin, yeah, cool, Robin. That is
1: cool, Aryan Robin.
0: That is cool, Aryan Robin. Oh, the ball's is at the
1: referee. Time to celebrate.
0: So, moving on to the fire, then. Uh, we got some... Now, Gyark's left. Uh, I, I'm having not... a lot of... Oh, I'm having yeah. some internet well, issues right Gjark now. Gyark is still here, but it doesn't say he's recording. Craig left. No, no, no Craig is still here. He... Gyark is... Gyark left. Gyark
1: was still on the channel for me. It just didn't say he was recording.
0: No, it, well, it sends me the message first. Interesting. And then it, and then it disconnects. Uh, Craig is still here. We're gonna hope that Craig gets this. Uh... But uh, I, I think there was a lot of stuff on my own because I've I've got like the game streaming oh, on my computer as well. Just uh, bring uh, back the dark. Yeah.
1: Then before we keep talking, just to be safe.
0: Uh, I now have to download. I'm gonna start the download for this too. <laughs> uh, but okay, Fi- with the final stuff, uh, <laughs> we got. Let's see. Uh, we've As got.
1: We're trying to finish this podcast before it uh, before, before, before it stops
0: again. Uh, and before we I got to put all my
1: attention to this french Germany game. No, I'm kidding.
0: Yeah, honestly, uh, we got uh, some small fire stuff going on. Uh, cards have been acquired for uh, Beric, Lukas Janovich, and uh, also Frankowski already had one uh, going into right now. I guess. Yeah, the, Euros, but, uh, so the big thing, the big thing was that uh, you know. Berich and uh, Stojanovic got theirs, so that means that's you know they don't they don't take up international slots.
1: It's insane so. what an owner with money can do. That's what, well, an owner, an owner that has money and is willing to spend willing it, to spend I it. Say. Yeah, yeah. I, th- I,
0: I, I, I like how, I like the way that uh, Stojanovic Stia, is just such, it's just such a positive energy. We we've talked about this on our channel,
1: but I'll say it now. But Lucas Stojanovic. apparently just loves Twitter. He loves, loves Twitter, Friday. and he's such a
0: positive energy on Twitter, too. I, I tweeted an
1: article about like, reasons for Fire Francis to still have optimism, and the only person that liked it was Luka Stanoyanovich.
0: It's, it's adorable. I think, I think Stoyanovich Lucas, is becoming, my, is becoming my new
1: favorite player on the team. I also like how I'm trying to like, be thankful for him, and I completely forget his name. Stoyanovich. I made it too Balkan for some reason. <laughs> but yeah, fair play. He's a good lad.
0: Uh, and then, you know, you tweeted out why to have, uh, why to have hope. And I tweeted out fire everyone. (laughs) That's my, my, my article for, for the international break was fire. Everybody. That's duality Uh,
1: of the Chicago fire. You probably got more than one likes
0: than I did to be fair. I don't know. Actually. It also, it also got tweeted multiple times. So I don't even know anymore. Uh, but Chris Brady, our boy, Chris Brady got loaned back to Ford Madison uh, and he had a clean sheet in his first appearance, which, once again, begs the question, why is he not starting for the fire at this point? <laughs> um, I mean, Bobby, Bobby hasn't done that bad. No, Bobby hasn't... There, there's, there's... Well, I mean, at least he hasn't had to work that much. Yeah. Uh, I also did find some interesting stats on him. Uh, there's, some, there's some bad stats on him, but at the same time, not, he, hasn't, he hasn't been a complete he also failure plays for, for us. The
1: fire. It's, it's like... The, the goals he give up aren't his fault really other than the Atlanta one and he makes some good saves. He's a very average goalkeeper right now.
0: Yeah. Uh, but uh, Fire versus Columbus preview. Columbus, you, uh, Columbus, nice last one. Uh, my, my brain is slowly turning off right now because I had to turn down my fan for this. <laughs> and I'm very hungry. Uh, Fire Columbus, what do you think?
1: Uh, let me double check what Columbus's form is recently because this, should, this could be a chance for the Fire. Although the problem for them is that this is Columbus the Columbus as ever a game team is good. Oh, they've won two straight. Of the Fire losing. Yeah. yeah. The
0: game's gone. As a and team, Columbus also, is good, but they had, they, had a weird, like, they had a weird start to the season.
1: It's also the last ever game at the Mapfre Stadium. So that's probably going to be a huge momentum thing for them. I it's like that- how Man U lost. Did I ever tell you a story? So Man U were supposed to play West Ham away with like a month to go in the season. And for whatever reason, that game got postponed to near the end of the season, which made that the last ever home game West Ham would have in their, in their stadium at the bowling grounds, they called it, which meant that that game mattered a lot more and West Ham cared a lot more about it. West Ham won that game and United missed out on Champions League qualification. And that still annoys me to this day.
0: Um, I just got some weird random breaking news. Possibly. I don't know. Uh, Holland and Chelsea have agreed to a deal uh well,
1: the, okay the well, fee has nothing yeah I, that does mean to, much
0: i'm yeah it's coming from a fan it's coming from a fan's uh account too so not yeah. sure how legit it is but i don't know Sa- just saying that at the end
1: that was the funniest thing about last year when sancho united immediately agreed to deals and then everyone's like oh it's happening and they're like no the, the united's all to figure it out with dortmund yeah and they never did because United not want to pay the money and i think this year already according to reports and rumors you know, I'd have a deal with Sancho in place if they're able to get the deal done with Dortmund. But yeah, who knows if that's going to happen
0: anyway. So, yeah, back to Columbus stuff. I think that's fire losing. Uh, if Columbus have won the last I two think... straight and it's the last game of Matt Free, there's no chance the fire. have uh, any the, fire win, the fire win when they're not supposed ah, to. Oh, no, the fire
1: don't win, period. <laughs> there is no but there is no and there is no if. <laughs>
0: The fire win when they're not supposed to, and so this would be something stupid happening. You know, you know that the that that like you know, the net for the next season of Sad Boys, I'm I'm gonna keep adding on different stuff onto our logo every single season of this uh, of this podcast. And the True. next thing I'm adding is Latin script underneath the logo that says Stoltus fit eloquid semper," which is uh, which uh, roughly translates to "Something stupid always happens." Fair enough.
1: <laughs> so what? What is it going to be? Three nil, four nil, five nil?
0: I think that the fire that that like, I don't know. I think that the what I hope happens oh, no. as like the stupidest thing to happen is the fire win four nil in Columbus <sighs> to, to to end to to finally put the put down uh, Matt Free Stadium as Firehouse East, the final game at Firehouse East is the fire destroying Columbus Man, you for know no how, reason. You know how nice no that game
1: would be if the fire were any more relevant? You know how sick that game should be? Do you know how packed that bus trip should be? Because I assume, like, well, regulations I think there's, have been... Yeah, there's that, some I think, program, but that should still be, like, the hottest ticket out there.
0: I think, fire, that, they're, they're, I think that there's some away fans right three. now.
1: That should be a game everyone wants to go to. I, I don't know, I've seen case.
0: I've seen I've seen plenty of stuff about that. Although I know I've talked to some people who are who are less disenchanted with the fire themselves, more like there's some fan stuff going on that I don't want oh, to deal with. Or yeah, that's into. A whole
1: other it's into obviously
0: in fighting as there always is.
1: Uh, at least the fire supporters group while well correctly represent who the fire are as well. It's like yes. a nice balance. It's like when a kid ends up being just like their parent.
0: Yeah. That is exactly what what the fan base is. All right, I'll go. Uh, I'll go with
1: 3-1 Columbus, because for some reason, I think the fire might score. But it, I my, can imagine
0: hoped. My hope is 4-0 for the fire. But I think my realistic I'm still going to say a 2-1 fire. Unbelievable. A stupid goal I, at the end, stupid goal at wait the end. So
1: we go to record next week and you and you tell me, yeah, I was an idiot again. I'm like, that's fair.
0: No, I, I, this isn't me being an idiot. This is me choosing for the universe to be stupid. <laughs> Fair. this we'll, is we'll me to cheering out. for chaos we'll to I, i'm telling what, you that they're gonna win when they shouldn't win
1: we'll have to figure out when we record next week then because i think the fire have a game on wednesday right yes yeah so we'll, we'll cross the bridge when we
0: get there then and there's also some other stuff that i might That's have going on, but we'll this, talk about this, it afterwards this columbus game won't be
1: as big because you know it's still a way to columbus you don't have many expectations but the stretch after that is huge because if i know the fire play home and i don't really play at home to cincinnati one of those two games that's when things are gonna really put the pressure on the fire.
0: We'll, we'll see. And, yeah, we'll see what happens with the fire at this point. We'll just we just gotta wait for it. Uh, we won't have Frankowski back, which is honestly that, that means more doesn't than, matter. what you yeah. might think. I think that, I, I think that's something that means more than what you might think it does. Because I, I, I don't know, Frankowski don't know. done a lot. He hasn't he hasn't actually performed that well, but he's done a lot.
1: <laughs> like Maybe. if you know what I mean.
0: If you know what I mean there. Uh I don't know. Anyway, I think that's it then. Yeah. I'm Jiggly. I'm
1: still odd, done watching French Germany. Uh,
0: eat, eat, eat the rich. Uh, make sure to hydrate and uh, make sure make sure to Ooh. learn first aid.
1: Z'en et uh, uh
0: Just, just uh, you know, uh, uh, just there. there I remember there was something recently of uh, uh, on BBC of learning uh, learning how to do CPR. So
1: you know. If someone passes out, make sure their tongue is not being swallowed as well. That's the big thing, apparently. That's
0: that's another thing too. So yeah, just yeah, you know, maybe maybe take some time to learn a bit of first aid and uh, you know, get your CPR certification. Uh, That's it. You don't need to get certified. It's just. Uh, Well, I mean, it's it's actually pretty easy. It's pretty easy to get it. Fair enough. Okay, that's it.
1: What a what a rip roaring end to that soccer podcast.
0: I mean, I mean, it's it's very it's very it's important. Awesome it, it has it has to do with it has to do no, with what meant, we talked about I earlier. Meant, so. I meant me
1: saying uh, me asking <laughs> about the certification process.
0: <laughs> that's what's funny. Oh, that's it then. Eat the rich.